everybody, and welcome to the Creepy Campfire Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. There's no Jordan this week, guys, but don't worry. It's not because he doesn't want to be here. He's not leaving the show. We just we just had a rough week scheduling, trying to make it happen. But we needed to get a show out to you guys. We didn't want to keep it waiting. Um, I mean, after all, it's October. It's the month of Halloween. Like, we got to keep the Creepy Campfire stories coming, right? So, with that... We're actually going to unveil the first in a series of episodes we're going to call our Urban Legends episodes. Now, these are all going to focus on urban legends, hopefully near you guys. Uh, We're going to start this first one off with California Urban Legends, because that's where Jordan and I are living at. Uh, But we hope to hear from, from listeners, I mean, hopefully around the world, but at least across the country, and just let us know, like, where you're from, and hey, I want to hear our Urban Legends episode based around where I'm at. And we we're, we want to make that happen for you, you know, because why not? Why do this show if we can't have some stories to tell around the campfire, right? And now that also brings up another point that, you know, these are going to be urban legends that we're not not going to be really digging into the facts on as, and scrutinize as much as we do our normal episodes. These are just fun you know, the, the the stories that your uncle told you around the campfire that freaked you out and kept you up all night. So, with that, let's go ahead and get into our first, ep- first episode. Now, the first one I picked for you guys, I felt like I just had to do it because it was so weird. So weird. Um, it is a lake monster in California that supposedly exists. Um, to be exact, in Elizabeth Lake. Well, one of the Elizabeth Lake, because there's about 10 of them in Southern California. Uh, so, And this is the one that is right outside of Palmdale, uh, which supposedly the devil created this lake, and that it supposed, is supposed to leave. I guess I say, I guess I say, supposedly, way too much. Sorry, guys. So, apparently, this lake leads to hell. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think I'm going to go diving in that lake. Uh, but it's it's said that because the lake actually lies over the San Andreas Fault. Um, and it's the reason the devil created this lake, uh, according to this legend, is that he uses it as like a fish tank. Keep his pets in there. You know, I've got my fish tank out in the garage. Uh, but he needs a lake for this 50-foot beast. Like, this thing is outrageous. The description of it is that it has the head of a bulldog, the neck of a giraffe, six legs, and bat wings. What? What? Who? I don't even know who could even think up something like that. But this thing apparently hangs around the lake and terrorizes anyone and everyone that it sees. Now, this is a very good place to, to start up a ranch, and many people have tried. Uh, the, the, the Native Americans didn't want to live there because they had legends of this creature. American ranchers couldn't make a living off, off of it. Spanish settlers tried to make something out of it, but almost all of them were ran off by this thing. So, supposedly, the... Elizabeth Lake Monster, which I totally, when I I was reading about this and just saw the titles, I, I thought it was going to be like our version of Nessie. So I was pleasantly surprised that it was different. Uh, but this thing apparently flies around, eats cattle, uh, 
steals cattle, and just makes it a real rough time until eventually people leave. And this wasn't just a, oh yeah, there's a monster up in those hills. Like, no, people were saying it was flying over their home, casting a shadow over their home every night. A 50-foot, bulldog-headed, giraffe-necked, bat-winged creature flying over your house every night. I think I would move to. But there's some pretty outlandish stories with this one. Uh, one is of, let me get the guy's name here for you guys. I'm sorry, this gentleman's name. So a M- Miguel Leonis. No, no, that was wrong. Miguel, I said this correctly before I got on the microphone. Miguel Leonis purchased a ranch on the lakeside. And this was supposed to be a real, real tough guy. Nobody really liked him. Kind of, kind of ran his land with an iron fist. Would, would sue anyone that just tried to squat on the land and just be kind of like, um, like the villain in any western. If you've ever seen any western, kind of like that, the rich jerk in any western movie you've ever seen. But that was this guy, and. He was getting furious with this lake monster that was coming through, eating and killing his cattle, and he wasn't going to just send out some ranch hands. No, he was going to do it himself. So he would shoot this thing, and apparently bullets would just fly right off of it. And he would shoot it and shoot it, and nothing was happening. And then it got so close to him that he took the butt of his rifle and was hitting this thing with the butt of his rifle. I I would have just pooped myself and died. I would not be anywhere near close enough to hit this thing with the butt of a rifle. And apparently he also punched it in the eye. With those little bulldog eyes. Just... But apparently he was enough to fend it off. This thing flew out. Uh, the man died shortly after and this creature has been linked to a lot of things um some people have even called it a thunderbird which if you don't know what a thunderbird is don't worry we're probably going to do an episode on those later um but they come from actually a lot of different legends um here in america though of course we usually refer to the native native american versions of that um and supposedly hey there i go supposedly again Supposedly one was shot near Tombstone, Arizona, and there's a photograph of it, of a creature that looks similar to a pterodactyl, and that's what a lot of people compare it to, and there's been a lot of people that have analyzed this photo and debated on it, on the validity of it, uh, but apparently there, people have tried to link the Elizabeth Lake monster with, yes, DJ, Sorry, guys. That is that is the cat DJ. DJ the cat. He has his own Instagram. Don't worry. Uh, but apparently he's hungry and wants me to do every beck and call for him when he needs it. No, DJ. We're doing a show. It's for the people. For the people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So apparently people have tried to link the this so this creature that is caught in this photo with the Elizabeth Lake monster, I'm not buying that too much just because the huge, you're not going to mistake a bulldog head on a giraffe neck, and that's definitely not what is in this photo. But, you know, to each their own. So, 
And there has not been any sightings as of late, uh, but speculation still goes on on whether or not this creature does or doesn't exist. I could not find any recent sightings, at least any any good stories of a recent sighting. But who knows? If anybody goes out near Elizabeth Lake, let us know. Now, for a second urban legend, I picked one a little bit closer to home in San Francisco. Um, so at the Golden Gate Park, there is a lake there actually called Stowe Lake, and there's supposed to be a ghost that wanders the shores of Stowe Lake. Now, apparently, at an unknown time, there was a lady there with her child, and unfortunately, her child, while playing near the lake, fell in and drowned. And in going in after the child, she also drowned. Now, apparently, late at night, you can see the ghost of Stowe Lake wandering the shores, trying to find her lost baby. Now, there is a statue of a pioneer woman and a children's statue in the park, and apparently those are the two places you're most likely to see her. And there's even a way you can call out to her to try to bring her to you, but I'm not going to tell you that because my own personal constitutions won't let me do that because I don't, like, no, don't call out to anything. Like, that's just asking for trouble and stupid. Yes, I know you want to do in-the-field research, but no. You, you don't get to go call out to quote-unquote ghosts and then die because I told you how to do it on this podcast. I'm not I'm not having that. Sorry, guys. I'm not having that. You can find out on your own. But if you do manage to do this and she arrives, she will ask you, do you have her baby? And if you tell her yes, she will follow you home and haunt you for the rest of your life. Yes, this is why I'm not telling you people how to pull her out of whatever dimension. No. But if you tell her no, and she's went through all of this work, then she's going to just drag you into the lake. So pick your poison on that one, or don't summon her. I'm just, I'm just throwing that one out there. So the ghost of Stowe Lake. Don't go to Golden Gate Park at night. That's probably just a good general rule all the way around. Don't go to Golden Gate Park at night. Sketchy stuff, whether it's paranormal or not, goes down. But it's a beautiful place, beautiful city. Love San Francisco. And now, our third one is is something special. Now, we're going to have an entire Bigfoot episode. Don't worry. Probably going to save that one for something special. But California is home to the not the most, but one of the most recorded sightings of Bigfoot in the world. So I thought I can't do an Urban Legends episode for California without having at least one Bigfoot story thrown in there. And thanks to the San Bernardino Sun, I found a woman who had a very interesting encounter with Sasquatch. So much so that she's suing the state for not acknowledging the existence of Sasquatch. And if that's not feeling strong about something, I don't know what is. So, let's see what this woman found that was so shocking and imprinting on her life that she felt that, no, this is real. You people need to acknowledge, like, this isn't a bear. 
I'm tired of hearing Sasquatch is a bear. No, this is a Bigfoot. All right. So out of fear of me also being sued, though, I don't want to mention this lady's name. Want to give full credit, though, to this story, to the San Bernardino son, but I'm just a little sketched out. I don't know if I should say this lady's name. But she was out in the woods with her two daughters walking along a hiking trail. I'm sorry, that was stupid. Walking along a hiking trail. How about hiking along a trail? There you go. In Lake Arrowhead. Now, it was getting around dusk, between 6 and 7. And all of a sudden, she notices her two daughters stop. They were a little bit ahead of her. She was just taking a nice little leisurely walk. And you know how kids, they love to run and play. So they were a little bit ahead of her. And she saw them just freeze in their tracks. And so she got a little worried. She, she ran up to see what made her daughters just stop so suddenly. And she looked up. And 30 feet up in a tree, she saw a shadowy figure just clinging and staring at them. Now, she says, there they were frozen. She wasn't sure what to do. So, of all things, she decides to make a whoop noise. Which I know we've heard, especially the tree knocking from Bigfoots and kind of a whooping, whooping holler throughout the night. So she thought, I'll try to communicate with it. And she made a whoop. And apparently then it starts rocking back and forth, shaking the tree branches. So I don't know if this thing got excited because this lady said something really nice in Bigfoot or if it was pissed. But either way, she got a reaction out of the thing. So then while having this creature slightly distracted, she told her daughters to slowly turn around and walk away. Now, supposedly her daughter got a video of this creature. I tried to dig it up. I could not find the video. It might not have been released because of the legal situation things are in. Uh, but one way or another, these, these three individuals made their way out or safely away. But then this lady was like, no, this just happened and this is crazy and I need to talk to somebody about it. So she found a forest ranger and began to talk to the forest ranger and, and described what she saw. Now she said that she saw a Neanderthal man with hair all over him. Said that he had solid black eyes with no expression on his face. Didn't show his teeth. Just stared at them. Now the... Of course, we get the usual reaction from the rangers of, oh, it was just a bear. Bear climbed up in the tree. But I think everyone knows what a bear looks like. And it's pretty hard to confuse the face of a bear and the face of a man. So that frustrates me. <laughs> we'll get in. I really like cryptids. Not that I think they're all real. I don't think they're all real. I think some of them are total crap. But they're fun. They're like, oh, what if that is in the woods? But it really annoys... Like, I would rather you just say, no, that's not real. That's just someone making up a story. And say, oh, yeah, that was, that was a bear. Or that was an owl. I hate owls. I love owls. Owls are really cool. They do cool cool owl things. But owls aren't everything like the Mothman. Another tangent. Another episode. Sorry, guys. Jordan's not here to reel me back in. So you guys get to, to bear the brunt of it. So, so there's a Bigfoot tale for you guys. 
Lady goes out with her two daughters, just having a nice little little hike in the woods, and 30 freed up in a tree, she runs into a dang Sasquatch, just staring at them, and then begins to violently rock in a tree. Think that freaked just about anybody out. I don't think I'd be going hiking in the woods anymore. And then she tries to tell somebody about it, and they tell her she's an idiot, and it was a bear. So then she's like, no, and goes off. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make them acknowledge this, and begins a big lawsuit. And it's, it's actually gained quite a bit of attention. Um, the head of the Department of Fish and Wildlife has declined statements um, on whether or not they want to acknowledge the existence of a Sasquatch, which I'm sure they've been spoken about many times, but this is the first lawsuit situation. Um, and then the spokesman for the Natural Resources Resources Agency has also declined any comments, so they're keeping pretty tight-lipped about it, which they're in a lawsuit. I can't blame them. But man, a Sasquatch lawsuit here in California. Who'd have thought? Well, guys, I know it was brief, but that's our first Urban Legends episode. Kept it simple. Kept it light. It's also really hard since we were in California. Uh, not that any other state has bad or a shortage of urban legends it's just california has so many and people are so passionate about them that there's just an immense amount of material on them that they a lot of them need their own episode in in all honesty we probably could have done an entire episode on the elizabeth lake monster but i just wanted to touch on how freaking weird that is but we're keeping it light now I, I really want all of you listeners to, to hit us up, let us know where you're from, and if you want us to do a, a Urban Legends episode on where you're at, whether it's Luxembourg or Kentucky or Arkansas, Canada. Apparently DJ wants one of wherever he's from. <laughs> but let us know. We'd love to do it. Um, we, just, we get to learn more about Urban Legends. And if you have any, if you're like, yeah, do one on Alabama, and here's one that my grandpa always told me growing up. We love to hear that stuff. Um, and if you've had any kind of weird experiences, oh, I saw, uh, saw this in the woods, I can't really explain it. Or if you have any ghost stories, have any alien stories, anything weird, you just let us know. We want to talk about it. Um, we can feature you on episode if you like anything. We just want to get in contact. Now, don't forget to share the show with some friends. Tell everyone. Well, you don't have to tell everyone, but tell people that would like to listen to the show. You know, word of mouth is just the best way to spread this. Uh, and we want to, we want to keep growing people into the campfire, make it nice and cozy, toast some marshmallows as we scare the crap out of each other. But keep, yeah, keep telling, keep telling your friends about us. Uh, share us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on just about all of your your main podcast sites. We're we're working on Stitcher right now. Hopefully, by the time this episode drops, we're on Stitcher. Uh, but we're we're on iTunes. We're Google Play. We are um, on, of course on our our hosting site of Podbean. And yeah, if anyone, if you want to get in contact with us, you can just reach us at creepy campfire podcast at gmail.com and we've got a companion site with the show as well that's creepy campfire podcast.weebly.com that's w-e-e-b-l-y.com and reach out to us you know we 
We want to hear from you guys. And that's show episode ideas, all of it. So don't worry. Next episode, we're going to have, have Jordan back. We're going to be back in the normal swing. And hopefully with these new Urban Legends episodes, we can go to weekly for you and give you guys some more content so that way you can you can keep circling and huddling around the campfire. So until next time, everybody, stay toasty.